We're live, pal. Let me tell you something. Uh, being live, this is one week. You should be sad that you're not sitting in my basement with me like you normally would be. Uh, we're on the phone. I, I made a giant cookie in my 12-inch skillet tonight. Oh. And it's like three inches thick. It's the biggest cookie I've ever made in my life. It's massive. That sounds magical. Get it's me a, a glass of uh, Wayne Gretzky rye, and uh, you got yourself a party. There you go. Uh, welcome to Count It Out. Uh, I am Mike. I am Tyler. And uh, this is where you get your top seven best in wrestling. Uh, well, according to us, anyways. There's no other opinion that matters, is there? There you go. You're learning, sir. You're learning. That's it. Yeah, you have to have a certain uh, a certain degree of vanity to have one of these podcast things. Hundred, hundred percent. And I'm uh, <laughs> I'm learning as I go. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna slow it down a bit. Grab a rest hold. Does that mean you're pouring a drink? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we do things on Count It Out. Uh, so, well, I guess we'll talk about what our list is uh, before we get into the topic of the day, but because uh, it because it, it kind of goes hand in hand. I think so. Because yeah, there's a reason for the season, right? Uh, yeah. We're 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 getting uh, near the end of March here, which is WrestleMania season, of course. Uh, WrestleMania 36 just around the corner, so of course we're gonna have to talk about that. So, of course, our list, uh, the list Tyler threw at me uh, for this week is WrestleMania-related uh, as well. We're going to be talking about the top seven WrestleMania main events. How did you find putting this list together? Did you have any difficulty? You know what? I wrote it together really quick, and, like, and I felt really good about it. And then I sat there, and I thought, and I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm missing something. So I went and I... I Googled, I, Googled, I brought up a list of all 35 uh, uh, main events and I started to double guess myself and, you know, I pushed some around. So, of course, I have some special uh, special mentions, honorable mentions, uh, but I'm pretty, my, my list didn't change too much. Uh, things got flipped around a little bit, but it was a little bit more difficult than I originally thought it would be. I thought I, 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 thought I would have it done pretty fast. It, it took it took me the the better half of the day. I could have used the top eight this week. I had a really hard time cutting my last match off. And my problem is, I have one, and we'll discuss when it gets there. But I have one on my list. It's only there, basically, because I don't want to get shot this week. And we're we're, we're going to talk about this later. Um, it's a match that I'm not a fan of, but it's such an important match, and people love this match that uh, it had to go on my list. Uh, um, so we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But, uh, and of course, we'll have some honorable mentions that, that maybe you'll think should be on the list instead. Um, and of course, uh, when I'm nearly done my list, uh, Tyler will pipe in and give a, a list of his own. Um, and we'll see how we match up. But uh, before we get there, let's quickly talk about uh, what has to be the most let's call it unique WrestleMania in history. Uh, no argument on that. It is definitely going to be an interesting, the way they play this out this year. Uh, so what do you thought? What are your thoughts? So the first, you announcement, think they go ahead the first announcement a few days ago was that it was going to be um, in the performance center with no crowd. So that, that, that was the first announcement and, and that took us all by shock, right? You know, like WrestleMania with no crowd, that's going to be odd. Then a few days later, they announced not only is it no crowd, it's going to be for it's going to be two days rather than one. Uh, I'll discuss my opinion on that in a minute. Um, following that announcement was the announcement that the host of WrestleMania is Rob Gronkowski. And then the last announcement came yesterday, stating that uh, this WrestleMania is going to be taped ahead of time rather than appear uh, to us live uh, on the day of for the first time ever. WrestleMania has always been live. Um, so that's a lot to pack in. There's a lot to talk about here. So let's start with the empty arena. Um, there's not much to have an opinion on this. 
what are your what are your choices? Uh, what would you rather? An empty arena WrestleMania or wait till June? I think it depends on what they're going to do going forward in mm-hmm. general. If they're going to continue to present Raw and SmackDown with storylines and angles, then I think that you should run WrestleMania. Unfortunately, that, that, that's part are... of the show uh, that we taped that uh, kind of didn't make it to air. Uh, Tyler had a great point talking about how he didn't think that the the tape shows right now, the, the Raws, the SmackDowns, should have anything to do with the storylines or angles. It should just be straight matches. No, what I think what I think they should do is um, first and foremost, obviously they're making sure or doing whatever they can to make sure that everyone's being safe, right? That's the most important thing. Uh, I think that it should be a volunteer basis of who wants to show up. Yeah. And I think that they should still do their show live on Monday and on Friday, but they should have more fan interaction. And they should let the fans choose the matches. And of course, so, by that, you mean digitally uh, over the internet, not physically in the crowd. You know, Twitter polls, yeah. um, FaceTiming, whatever, right? How have, have people come in and, you know, give them options. Give them about five or six different options of matches that they could see that I mean, evening and let the fans have some pick Hell, man. Back in the day, I used to love the Cyber Sunday and Taboo Tuesday uh, pay-per-views. They were different. I, 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 they see, were I can see that working on a weekly basis, you know, while we have no crowd. Well, and you know what? Like, take a look at what they're doing now. A guy like Drew Gulak is really starting mm-hmm. to shine because he's getting the attention, you know. So uh, this this could benefit guys that, that aren't, you know, obviously Brock Lesnar's not going to show up. He wouldn't volunteer to, to do anything that he doesn't have to do. But a guy like maybe Tazawa will step up and get a chance to show what he can do. And, and this could open up a bunch of people that aren't being utilized on the main roster to have a chance to shine a little bit. 100%. Um, what do you think of the way AEW is, uh, is handling it uh, with uh, members of their roster acting as the crowd? I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, I, I liked uh, uh, um the side bet going on with Sean Spears and uh, MJF, I thought that was fun. I think my favorite part um, you know, was was Sammy singing singing along with Judas. Hilarious, right? And that uh, that's definitely I I love the Judas entrance in general. I think it's one of the best things in wrestling right now, and as well as Chris Jericho being one of the best things in wrestling right now. Um, but I like that AEW kind of put a hold on their storylines as well this week they said they weren't going to run blood and guts anymore which was what they've been building towards for yeah. um you know the better half of a month now but I, I think it's smart you know i just think that if people if they want to do this to, to provide entertainment for people I, I think that that's just what it should be just you know some matches and you know it doesn't have to be anything crazy we're, we're happy getting the content right Okay, so so moving on, we know we know it's uh, we know it's it's an empty arena. Um, next thing is the fact that now it's it's two days long. Uh, ra- I hate rather that. okay. Well, we're gonna discuss that. Number one, I I'm gonna say I kind of like it because number one, a seven hour WrestleMania is too fucking much for me. I can't do it anymore. WrestleMania gets Here's my take. every fucking year. Cut it down. I hate it. Can I cut it down to two shorter shows? And I'm okay. But everybody doesn't need to be on WrestleMania. What happened to the good old days when you earned your fucking spot on WrestleMania? But I, I guess I'll play devil's advocate here and say that has Wrestle Kingdom not shown that you can do a very successful two day show? They they have shown that. I didn't like that either. You you I would rather I would like the two day show format of Wrestle Kingdom. I didn't enjoy oh, no. it. Um, I I thought I thought that the shows were both great. Don't get me wrong, and obviously they they did a great job and um, they split the talent up pretty well. Only a couple guys worked both shows, I believe. Yeah. Right? To me, if it's your biggest show of the year, you should have your best storylines playing out, or or you know, in the middle of these storylines. Uh, I'm just so sick of matches being thrown together to be on WrestleMania. I don't need two nights of WrestleMania and having King Corbin and Elias in a throwaway match that they would do on Raw or SmackDown as a WrestleMania match. They're watering down the event, as far as I'm concerned, every year. Okay. Um, I guess I'll, I'm going to let WrestleMania speak for itself uh, before I agree or disagree with you. I, I want to see if... Uh, I, I want because, no. because this is unprecedented. This is something we've never 
had to witness before. Um, people, of course, are shitting all over it. Uh, they're saying it's going to be the worst WrestleMania of all time. Um, I say that you have your work cut out for you. Uh, WrestleMania 9 called. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You take that Hedgefinger Steiner Brothers match off that card, and that was a <laughs> terrible card from top to bottom. Uh, I will say that I feel terrible for Edge in this whole situation. Edge is the only one really, really taking charge of this, though. If you listen to anything Edge has been saying, he says WrestleMania going on as planned is very important right now. Edge is very happy to be part of this card and is happy to be involved in this sort of WrestleMania. Edge is being very optimistic right now. Well, he's and Edge is a constant professional. I mean, I feel bad for him in the sense that this is his yeah. return after nine yeah. years. I just wish that he could have had that big moment in front of a of big course. crowd. I get why it's not happening. I'm not complaining. Probably would have had one of the big I just feel bad. I feel bad for the guy. Him and Orton are doing some of the best work of, of their careers Absolutely. right now. Their promos have been great, especially Randy Orton, who's been carrying this thing for the last couple of weeks. He's been fantastic. One of the best it would just be nice right now, for sure. So, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Rob Gronkowski hosting WrestleMania. Also, I think it's great. All right, well, we'll differ on that. I think Gronkowski's a fucking asshat. Uh, yeah, he's silly, but he's a big name that puts yeah, eyes I on the product. So. It's a huge, it's a huge thing for um, them signing if, him. As if a, you can as find it, fan. if you can find it, you'll you'll laugh. Uh, somebody has gone and edited uh, that goofy entrance he made on SmackDown the other day. It, but he, but they they changed his theme music to the Funk Soul Brothers theme music. See, I saw one where they put um, With My Baby oh, Tonight. Oh, God, that's even better. Which, which I thought was hilarious. hilarious. Uh, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not a that fan is... of Gronk. I, I'm really not. I'm not a big football guy. Uh, I'll admit it. Um, I do I do like my XFL, but I'm not a big NFL guy. Uh, so I don't know Gronk outside of WWE that big, but I'm not a fan of what I've seen at all. Um, I will save. I will save my story about how Brian Pillman made me a Cincinnati Bengals fan uh, for another episode. Uh, that's our thoughts, by the way, on WrestleMania. Feel free to let us know what you think about it. Uh, at well, my, my last Twitter, question for you is: what Facebook? are your what are your thoughts about it being taped? I'm yeah. fine with it. I can avoid spoilers. You, you you don't you don't think it takes away that anything can happen in the WWE feeling? I think the fact that it's in front of an empty arena has already kind of taken yeah. that away. It's you know what yeah. I mean. The whole thing's different. It's not like there's people that are going to be out there tweeting spoilers for. Do you think um, they're going to do pyro? I, I don't. No, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. Do you so. think there's any going to be? Because WrestleMania is known for its elaborate entrances. Do you think we're going to get any of those? Absolutely not. It's going to be pretty basic. I think that they should try to maybe decorate the arena a little bit different to make it seem special they could put a big video wall up like AEW did like they've got to do something to make it look like yeah. wrestlemania so that's our again like i said that's our our take on it uh let us know what you think at counted out seven reach us on facebook uh count it out with mike and tyler and let us know your thoughts on wrestlemania and let us know what matches you're looking forward to this year as well well uh, okay pick one what match are you looking for the most uh, well, Orton and Edge, I, I, I think, will be good, and uh, as well as uh, McIntyre and Brock, as long as it's not your typical Brock Lesnar five-minute match, but, I think. Um, and it, and it's yeah, got a close. My, uh, my my number one is is, is Edge Orton as well, but uh, mine followed by uh, Cena, Cena and the Fiend. Yeah, yeah. it should be good. I uh, yeah, I, I think so. I'm hit and miss on the Fiend character. I'm a big Cena fan. Again, so much fun of John Cena matches are the crowd. I like so them both, and I've, all, I've always I, enjoyed I like, their matches. Like... Uh, they've had a gr- they had a great feud in the past, and uh, and, and I, I'm looking forward to to seeing that feud kind of told in a different way because this is no longer your cult leader uh, Bray Wyatt. This is the Fiend now, so it's 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 a new way to tell that same story. So I like that. Are we going to play a drinking game where every time we hear Cena call a spot, we have to take yeah, a shot? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of let's do it, how about we move on to uh, let's our Let's do it, today. yeah. Think? It's going to be our top seven WrestleMania main well, event gonna, match closing We're going to start off hot, man. We're going to start off by hot. I mean, people are going to get hot at me uh, because my number seven 
is one that I think most people, probably including you, is going to have a lot higher. And like this is the one I was talking about earlier. The only reason it's even on my list is because of its importance to wrestling, not because I like the match. Number seven, WrestleMania three, Hogan versus Andre. Great match. Uh, well, sorry, I shouldn't no, say great match. No, it wasn't. Uh, very important. Very important. Important, match. and I respect the match for its importance. Um, it is. It is a historic match. It truly is. But it doesn't. There's been just so many great main events since then. I would even go ahead and say some of my my honorable mentions are better than this match. Um, but I, I won't dispute it being on your list. I mean, it does pro, it does provide one of the greatest WrestleMania moments of all that, time, I and think one that's of the most the only repeated. Reason why it makes a list because that moment trumps the match. That that moment well, makes I, that match good. And I mean, at the time, Andre still had a big, big allure around him. He wasn't, you know, doing any jobs at the time. They built him as being undefeated for 15 years going into that match. Uh, people thought that he could beat Hogan for the belt. And it gave Hogan a huge rub yeah. when he beat him, right? You know what? That match, WrestleMania 3 is the opposite of WrestleMania 17. Where WrestleMania 3, the match sucked, but the finish was awesome. Where WrestleMania 17, the match was awesome, but the finish sucked? Um, yeah, I didn't like the whole Vince thing. I yeah. thought it was silly. Um, I just had to think of... Uh, I had to replay that in my head for a second for some reason. One of the biggest WrestleManias <laughs> of all time. But the match, is, uh, but the match itself Austin, was... Austin until that said, finish, the match was amazing. Austin, Austin has said multiple times oh, that yeah. he wishes that he called an audible on the spot and yeah. stunned Vince. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, the two guys that I've, uh, I've heard numerous times say that they regret turning heel were Austin and Goldberg. Uh, yeah, that, that Goldberg heel turn was that in like the 2000 yeah. WCW? Yeah, that was shit. We, the less we've spoken about 2000 WCW, the better, right? <laughs> exactly. So moving on. Uh, going, going back to the yeah. Mania 3 match, though, I, I don't have a problem with it being on, on your list because, to me, a match like that is what WrestleMania is yeah. all about, though. It is two iconic superstars fighting for your world title. Um, which, of course, most of these matches, almost all of these matches are. Not all of them, almost. Uh, uh, almost. Going on to number six, uh, definitely is going for the world heavyweight title. Uh, three guys going for the world heavyweight title, of course, at uh, WrestleMania 20. That's uh, uh, Triple H versus Hart, uh, versus Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit. Okay, uh, let's let's talk about maybe. Can you go back and still watch yes. Chris Benoit matches? I'm a, yeah, I, I I'm I, fine I've, to do. I've it. just yes. started. He, I, I I had some trouble for a while, and I I'm starting to be able to do it again. Um, the first uh, Chris Benoit was my with, favorite within, wrestler within for about the same many, many years. Uh, and within a year. After it took me about a year to be able to, to, to start watching his matches again, but not that long, only about a year. Um, I don't want to do, I don't want something that bad to deprive myself or anybody of the excellence that was a Benoit match. Benoit, Benoit had some of the greatest matches in, in professional wrestling history, and the world shouldn't be deprived of that because of something awful that happened you know it's as simple as that um i will never condone benoit's actions i will never you know i will never condone what happened that day but i can separate the performer from the human being yeah i'm i'm starting to get there and I, i'm really looking forward to seeing the uh the, the dark side of the ring uh documentary that they're about to put out with him it looks yeah, really good really yeah, that's a great great series if you've never watched that series go out of your I'm way really, to check uh, it out. i i just finished season uh, one not long ago so season, season two i'm really yeah, looking forward to I. yeah uh just off topic quickly what was your favorite episode of season one ah uh, season one i think the the bruiser brody episode i really enjoyed yeah, that was mine yes. as well. I also did enjoy the Gino Hernandez one. Yeah, you know what? And because I, I didn't know that story, I I, 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 knew, very, I, knew, I knew very little of it, it at all. So it was cool to see that. 
And I'm a world-class right. mark as well, so it's nice to hear Gino Hernandez. Anyways, back to topic. Chris Benoit, Triple H, and Shawn um, Michaels. One of the, uh, one of the, one of the, one of the me, greatest triple threat matches of all time. I, I think I think it's safe to say the greatest, in my opinion. Um, to me, this was the last time in, that I can remember that the Royal Rumble winner got treated with respect. And this is my big problem with the Royal Rumble right now, is that too many times the Royal Rumble winner is not going on to main event WrestleMania. And I have a huge yeah, problem I, with it. I, I, I do too. I, I think the Royal Rumble winner should be main eventing WrestleMania. 100%. And if you take a look at the next few main events after that, and even the last few main events as well, the Royal Rumble winner is, is you know, opening the card sometimes, is in the middle of the card, and I, I don't understand yeah. why. That is your biggest match of the year, I think it's safe to say, the Royal Rumble. Keep the fucking credibility of the thing. You know, if you want to go a different route with your WrestleMania main event, then don't then don't have that person win the Royal Rumble. You know what I, I mean? I loved the story starting at Royal Rumble and moving on. You know, uh, starting with the feud that, uh, that Benoit was having with Paul Heyman. You know... <laughs> Yeah, he, can't, he couldn't win the big he, one. Exactly, he wouldn't win. He wouldn't win the title on, on SmackDown. You're not winning the title on SmackDown. Well, he goes and wins the Royal Rumble, and all of a sudden, he has that choice to move over to Raw, and he moves over to Raw. Well, what what I like is what I liked as well is that Shawn Michaels and Triple H. I don't know if you remember, but at the same Royal Rumble, they had a hell Damn of a right they did. standing match. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite. I, I like how I like how they included Shawn Michaels into yeah. this match. I thought it Same was done way. very clever. Uh, that's one of my favorite Royal Rumble uh, event matches, like match matches of all time. Uh, that's definitely on my list. Well, well, speaking oh, of that, we will definitely be doing a, a list of, of. Yeah, that's more yeah. Royal Rumble season. Uh, I like the way that they put Shawn Michaels in the match during contract signing where he came out and, and laid out both Benoit and uh, Triple H and also signed the contract before Benoit yeah. could sign the contract. So I thought at least exactly. they put effort. Yeah, they didn't just, they just the match it together and said, cool. okay, Sean, you're in it. Yeah. And then, of, co- of course, how can you forget uh, the well, legendary I was just moment at the end of that? You want Benoit to talk about moments like we got at WrestleMania 3. We got another one of those moments at WrestleMania 20 with Eddie and Benoit together. Uh, I close my eyes and I can see that in my brain. 100%. Uh, one of my favorite WrestleMania moments of all time because that was two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And it was two people that were always told, you'll never make it, you'll never be the world champion. And there they were standing at the 20th WrestleMania inside the most famous arena that you can have a wrestling match inside of, arguably holding two world championships, closing out the biggest show that the company can put on. Best friends. Uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah. And let's give a shout out to Eddie for his match earlier that night as well. That was yeah, one, Angle of my, down, one of my finish. favorite finishes ever. Off. Yeah. Love that. All right, moving on to All my right, number well, five. Move on to your number five. Um, gotta go hometown, man. WrestleMania 6 in Toronto. Hogan versus Warrior. I will not argue this match at all. Again, like I said earlier, this is what wrestling. Now, anybody who knows me, anybody who knows stars. me well knows two things. The only person I hate more than Hulk Hogan is the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> okay, I I hate them both. I, I can't stand <laughs> either one of them, but I will always give credit where credit is due, and they put on one of the greatest WrestleMania moment matches of all time. Was the match great? No, because neither man could fucking wrestle their way over to paper paper bag. But it told it I told a fucking they story. They didn't need to put on a clinic. They were able to tell a story, and they told that fucking story. Um, now, do I think Warrior deserved the push at the time? No, I don't. Who do you give it to? Hogan's taking a step back. Um, anybody. Anybody? Who? Tell me I'll who look at the roster. At roster. Uh, I I don't know. I just just not. I just don't think Warrior respected it enough to have it. He didn't respect it enough, but he was the most open Absolutely. guy in the company next to Business. Oh, if we're if we're talking about a business you know? decision, one hundred percent he was the guy. But we're talking about you know respect and and who deserves it. It's not him. 
Well, let's let's even take a back step further to build up to this match. They had that amazing moment at the Royal Rumble where they cleared the ring, and it was just those two left, and the people yeah. were losing their minds. Oh, people uh, wanted to Warrior, see that match, hundred percent. And I, I'm going to try to find it and post on our our Facebook and Twitter. But the promo that the Ultimate Warrior cuts on Hulk Hogan about uh, oh my God. driving the plane, Hulk Hogan. I love that promo. I, so and Christian does a great Christian does a great impersonation of it. Um, I will post and it on our Facebook. It is a great in this era, the, the early nineties. How often did we see a face versus a face? It didn't happen. Never. And people were torn. People didn't know who to do, who 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 to who to cheer for. No, I didn't nobody know he was did. gonna win. No, it was literally like Gorilla Monsoon. You saw I say the irresistible force meeting the immovable object. One of the greatest feeling matches that, that that ever happened for sure. And and Hulk Hogan has many great WrestleMania moments in Toronto as well. Well, at least well, two great yeah. moments at least. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we won't talk right. about the other one because they weren't smart enough to put that one on last. Nope, you gotta. Yeah, that was the wrong call. Hindsight being twenty twenty. Uh, number four, a, uh, a personal favorite of mine, not just of WrestleMania main events, of WrestleMania matches in general. I love this match. Um, we're going to wrestle. Uh, number four is WrestleMania four. Randy Savage versus Teddy DiBiase. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I love this match up until the finish. I hate. The, the the I hate the Hogan using the chair shit. I truly do. Um, other than that, I love the match. Um, mainly because I'm just a big mark for both those guys. That was a that was the Macho Man's coming out party. You know, he he had four, what was it four or five different uh, matches that night. Four? Yeah, it was a sixteen man tournament. He fought. Yeah. He fought in the first. He, he fought yeah. Butch Reed in the first round. Right, Greg Valentine in the second round. One man gang in the third round, and then the million dollar man in the finals. And the million dollar man story don't, was don't you miss fight, that? Right? Those fucking when, when wrestlers could wrestle multiple times a day without fucking bitching and whining about it. Fucking. Well, I mean, if you if you take a look at the total amount of, of time that Savage put in the ring for that WrestleMania, it, it doesn't. No, but not still, it, like even now when they do the King of the Ring, they have to stretch it out over a fucking month, and then we get one King of the Ring match. The day that they, they, you know what I mean? No, like, I mean I, I agree like, with I you. Love, I agree. When when, when King I, of the Ring was the June pay per view and they did the whole tournament in one night, I loved it. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of tournaments. Absolutely, yeah. if they're done right. And you know the first if couple King of the right. Rings, for example, the one that Bret Hart won is one of the best tournaments ever because Bret won that tournament in one night. Well, not only Absolutely. that, but Brett told a story. He, you know, every match he won with a different move. Every match he came out injured, tore it down with Mister Perfect in the uh, the semifinals, which is one of the best matches yeah. I, I can recall watching. Yeah. Uh, the thing I like about Macho Man at WrestleMania Four also is how he changed yes. his outfit every yes. match, which I thought was uh, a nice cool. touch. Uh, I don't remember much about the match itself. Uh, it doesn't stick out to me. I know that I love the elbow. Uh, I thought Hogan took a little bit of the, of the thunder out of the wind, I but that. I think I, I like how that played out over the next year, though. That was, just, you know, my, that's what built uh, the mega As a kid, before. I kept, it started at four, and then four years later, kept going. I kept questioning, why are we cheering for Hulk Hogan? He's not a good guy. Because first of all, he goes and he smacks uh, DiBiase in the back of the chair. That's not something a, a good guy does. And then and then four so years, and then four years later, saying, right before WrestleMania eight, it's Wrestle, it's it's Royal Rumble nineteen ninety two. He gets eliminated from the from the Royal Rumble by by, by Sid fair and fair square, and, and then cries like a little bitch, and then illegally eliminates Sid, and he's supposed to be the good guy. I always had a problem with that. Always had a problem. So with Basically, what you're saying is that Bobby Heenan was right about yes. Hulk Hogan all along. hundred percent. You know what? The next time anybody writes a book about Bobby Heenan, that's what I want them to write the book about. I want them to to call the book Bobby would, Bobby Heenan was right, right all, along. all along. Yeah. 
I was yeah. right all along how Bobby Heenan yeah. called Hulk Hogan. No, it, uh, I always had a problem with that. To this day, I, it, it bugs me, as you can tell. Uh, moving on to my number three. Uh, By the way, I'm I'm very surprised that that match is ranked uh, so highly on your list. So, I I thought maybe that would be a, like a number seven ranked. I think it's you just know what um, I mean? WrestleMania WrestleMania four personal yeah. favorite. That's where my memories really start. Because WrestleMania one, two, three, I was very young, very young. WrestleMania four is one of the first ones I can actually remember watching. That was one of my most rented no VHS tapes of all time. Uh, at the, my weekly trips to the video store, hundred percent, because it was the double. I, I thought I was getting the most bang for my buck. And I had both um, the Macho Man and Ted DiBiase action figures at home. Remember the big fucking rubber ones? Right. Uh, I, had I had the majority of them. Anyways, well, I, I sat there watching that match with both of them in my hand. I wasn't cheering for anybody. I was happy that they were both there because I had their toys. You know what I mean? I actually do. I do own the uh, the VHS of WrestleMania yes. for the double where you open it up and Hulk Hogan pops out. I do own that original. No, so so I think it's a, it's a, it's I, maybe I'm being biased. It's those memories that makes it so high on my list. Yeah, I didn't even put that on my honorable mention. Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, this one that better be on your list. I'm sure it's on your list. Uh, number three. WrestleMania 26, uh, it's the career-ending match for Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. I will tell you, and it's really funny, this match is on my list. Uh, I originally did have it at number three as well, but I did change the order of my right. list around before we started recording. Yeah, it uh, it moved uh, up and down on my list too, but I think it deserves to be in the top three. It, uh, I do like tw- the 25 match better, if I'm going to be honest. Me too. I think that's one of the. I, I, it's in my top three favorite but, wrestling uh, matches of all time. But if I we're talking say. WrestleMania main events, then we're going to talk about this. Um, refresh my memory. What was the cha- What was the title match that year? It was Cena and Batista for one for the Raw side, and it was Edge and Jericho on the SmackDown side. With Edge making right. his surprise Royal Rumble return to win. So the Royal you, do you do you think that they made started. the right choice closing with Shawn Taker? Yeah, I do. It doesn't mean I like it. Um, that obviously is the biggest match. Uh, if you're going to retire Shawn Michaels, you can, nothing follows that. But then again, if you want to play the devil's advocate, saying, they retired Ric Flair, Flair in the mid But let's be honest, Vince never looked at Ric Flair the way he looked at Shawn Michaels. Well, if you're if you're looking at the the top four matches that year was um, Edge and Jericho, Batista and Cena, Michaels and Taker. Yeah and Bret Hart and Vince McMahon. Out of those four matches, I think you can only make a case for two of the main events. Batista, Batista and, and Cena. And I, and I love and, that match. I, 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 will, I will talk about that match any of the week. Yeah, I love the Batista, Batista a great match. match. If it would have closed, I would have been okay with that. Me too. But again, you're putting Edge to win the Royal Rumble, and he's got a yeah. made card. I, I just, you know what I mean? Uh, but I, I do like the fact that they didn't have Shawn Michaels win the Royal Rumble that year because I liked how obsessed yeah. he was in the lead-up to that. He fought, and, and I don't know if you remember his elimination from the Royal Rumble that year, uh, where he, you know, holding on by his fingertips and Batista finally knocking him out. He was so heartbroken. He super kicked everybody after, and he just became obsessed yeah. with getting his rematch with The Undertaker. Uh, he cost him the world title at the Elimination Chamber. So that way he could fight him at WrestleMania, which I thought was a brilliant book. No, I agree with you 100% on that. It was a great story uh, leading all the way up to that great match. Did I lose you? Okay. No, I'm still there. I'm just uh, right, I, I don't really have a lot more to say about the match. I recently rewatched it. It was it was it was a great match. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much else to say, but it. it was a Two legendary performers on the biggest stage. It's a send-off Shawn Michaels deserves. All right, so I guess I'll, I'll take, the, take that and move on to my number two. Um, Steve Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 15. Now, of course, we know that these, of men, these men have had three phenomenal matches at WrestleMania. 
two of them being main eventers. Um, yeah, I have to give the edge to 15 be- because of the finish. Um, if you want me to tell the truth, though, I might like, like their 19 match better. Uh, I, I, I don't it. know how I feel about their 19 match. At the time, I remember watching it. I, I really wasn't into the their program. I think maybe I like it ba- better now. Watching it at the no, time. It was, it was Steve Matt. Me too. I was just going to say, now that I, I go back and watch it again. Because I, watching I it at the time, we didn't it. know it was Steve's last match. So knowing now no. that that's the last time we would ever see Stone Cold Steve Austin inside of a ring actually performing. Um, I, I think I look at that match a little differently now. And uh, yeah, a great trilogy of matches. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I like kind of how they evolved. Uh, you know, at WrestleMania 15, the match you're talking about, uh, Rock and Austin was a real fresh match. And I know they had that little feud for the IC title, but this is a different Rock now. Uh, and just the evolution where, where their match at WrestleMania 17, they were the biggest people in, in wrestling. And that was maybe the greatest, arguably one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, if yeah, not the greatest. Exactly. Right? Um, they, they had, oh man, just, just like, like you said, they, you know, they, 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 they feuded over the IC title and then they feuded over the world title. Uh, they, they had so many great feuds, some of the greatest feuds, of the 90s 2000s were between rock and austin and they told so many different stories between them it was great and i also like that they incorporated some mid-card stuff with this one this was wrestlemania 15 in philadelphia so there was a match on the card between uh mick foley and and the big show yeah. the winner main events wrestlemania right referee sorry yeah. referees the main event of that match uh i know foley did get involved with the finish um, Vince was great at the end, just you know, his facial expressions. I don't remember a lot about the actual match, so I have to go back. Uh, it's been a while for me, too. Man. I, I have fond memories of it. All right, and I think uh, maybe we can all put that on our list of things to rewatch during all the downtime <laughs> that we have. WrestleMania 15 does get overlooked in, in that so, trilogy um, of matches for sure. I've got a couple, uh, I've got a few uh, honorable mentions. Do you want to do some other down? No, was that, that your number two? Yeah. I thought was that your number two or your number, number three? Two. So do you want to do uh, do you want to do honorable okay. mentions or do you want to do your list? Um, I'll I'll give you my list and then if there's anything okay. that we didn't cover, we'll put it in the honorable mentions. So my list looks a little bit different than yours. Uh, I I had my number seven as Taker and HBK from WrestleMania 26. I moved that up. Uh, I know that's a little controversial because it is a great match, but I just I feel like the other matches are I just enjoyed them better. Um, my number six, mm-hmm. I had Hogan and the Warrior from WrestleMania six. My number five, I went with WrestleMania twenty three, John Cena against Shawn okay. Michaels. Yeah, um, the, I thought was a, a really very thought, very really underrated WrestleMania it, it, main it, event. I, I'd even write it down as an honorable mention, but I definitely thought about it. I went back and forth with including that one on my list over a couple of my honorable mentions. Um, my number four, I went with uh, Edge versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 26. That, Sorry, 24. WrestleMania well. 24, they made it into. Uh, my number three is uh, from WrestleMania 5, Hogan against your, uh, Macho Man. I just think the build of that match, I thought the match yeah. itself was great. The crowd heat was great for that. Uh, my number two, I have Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania well. 19. Yeah, I just think Angle with the broken neck. Um, and their match was great. The finish is memorable, even though it was botched. I just think those guys put on a clinic. And I actually had my number one as uh, your number seven, okay. Benoit Michaels cool. and, and Triple H at WrestleMania 20. I thought that just one of the greatest matches in, in WrestleMania so, history. A couple that we didn't talk about, um. I'm going to talk about. I got to talk about Brett versus Yoko for a second. Uh, uh, ten. Yeah, from nine. Fuck, fuck nine. Ten. Fuck nine. Ten. What the hell? Uh, no ten yeah, because I, I didn't... ten told such a great story. Yoko already beat Lex Luger, and Brett already lost to Owen. 
So, you know, Yoko's going in strong and Brett's going in defeated. Brett defeats the monster Yokozuna to become champion once again. And he's touted like a fucking hero. And who he thinks he should be the hero of the night for, for his victory. But he, once again, shoved right back in that shadow. What a fucking story. What a fucking story. Overshadowed by older brother. Oh, sitting there mouthing, it. what about uh, me? Uh, really pushed into it. Now, I will, I will agree with you on the story. But I will disagree with you on the match. I thought that it was one of the worst finishes of all oh, time. Yeah, Yoko no, Zuna just it, fell off the ropes. Yoko was for no starting reason. to wind down. So, uh, you know, uh, but um, it's more the moments and the story and everything involved with it. And that's the match itself is why I didn't make my lips. But uh, the moments makes it an honorable mention for me. Um, my other honorable mention, of course, uh, we've already discussed, uh, Austin versus the rock at 17. And my last honorable mention, um, comes from one of the worst WrestleManias in history. Um, not one of the worst, one of the most boring WrestleManias in history. And that's WrestleMania one. We got to talk about that main event though. I'm glad you have it. That's uh, that my it's, first time to mention is actually the rest of the match. You know what I mean? We don't. You know what? The match it itself is. is good. Uh, but that's that's because Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper are constant professionals and they're fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, they made Mr. T look like a million bucks. I thought I thought Muhammad Ali's yes. involvement was great, taking shots of trying to swing at Piper and Orndorff. I thought was great. Uh, the finish was great with all uh, you know the pandemonium running wild. The uh, Orton yep. with the cast off the top, they they left Orndorff in the ring. I thought they made Mr. T shine. Uh, Hogan was great in his role. I, I think the whole match was great. So, do you have any more uh, any more honorable mentions? I have one more. Um, I I also had Austin and Rock from seventeen as my honorable mention. And the, the last one that I had was um, WrestleMania 30, Randy Orton against Batista yeah. against Daniel Bryan. I, I thought they had a great three-way match. Uh, I was a, a big, I am a, a huge fan of Daniel Bryan. It was nice to see him get that moment. Um, I, and I just think the match is really good. Uh, if you can take your hate <laughs> for Daniel Bryan out and actually go back I don't and hate watch him. the match. I respect they, they him. A, I'm just a, not a fan of his work. Uh, so let's get to your number one then. I'm because I gotta tell you, not be. only was my number one not on your list, it wasn't even one of your honorable mentions. No, really. My number one, my favorite WrestleMania main event is WrestleMania 14. Stone Cold Steve Austin ah. wins his first WWE Championship against a leaving Shawn Michaels. See, now I thought you were going to say WrestleMania 7, Hogan against Slaughter, and I was going to have to end this podcast forever. No, um, I love the story they told with, with, with Tyson, with uh, the, 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 whole, the whole thing. It, it was a great story. Um, Sean, you, you watch that match, and it, and it hurts to watch that match because the man was in so much fucking pain. Um, but he got through it, and, uh, you know, and it's the last time we saw him for five years. Well, wrestling anyways um it's uh i think it's it's one of the most important matches in wrestlemania history and it's and it started and it started the era of stone cold steve austin it really did 100 percent. austin was on fire there it was the right time to look it it was right after that when the austin really started getting hot because he comes out and you know and austin and mcmahon's trying to tell him well, if you're going to be champion, you have to you have to start acting different and dressing different, and you have to act like a champion. And and Austin wasn't having it, and it's it started this nice slow burn and uh, uh, of of this feud between Austin McMahon, which I will go on limb right now and call the greatest feud in WWF uh, WWE history, Austin McMahon. That's hard to ar- it's hard to argue that definitely. it definitely drew the most money for sure. Let's also talk about Mike Tyson uh, and what a great role he played in this. One of my favorite moments of Monday Night Raw history is Mike Tyson's debut and Austin gets in his face. 
gives him the finger. They have the big pull apart. Um, you know, McMahon yeah. yelling, "You ruined it! You ruined it!" Like I just the timing uh, couldn't amazing. be better because Mike Tyson. Now I'm gonna go. People, either people are gonna be 100% with me here or 100% against me. Um, Mike Tyson is is pound for pound the greatest uh, boxer in history. I no, uh, uh, well, I don't care. I know you're gonna say you're gonna start talking about Muhammad Ali. It's Tyson for me any day, every day. I, I will say Tyson is one of my favorite boxers. I think he, I truly believe, like you put him up against Ali, Foreman, uh, Frazier, uh, even even guys out of his class. You put him up against uh, Pacquiao. You put him up against Mayweather. He is the greatest fighter in the world, I, and and I'll never ever ever not think that. Um, so you take who, even if you don't agree, he's the greatest fighter. He he definitely was the hottest fighter. At that time, in the nineties, like everybody oh, wanted Mike Tyson. He was well, this is fire. this is shortly after his uh, disgraceful dismissal from, from from boxing, and nobody wanted to touch him. Vince McMahon will touch him, and Vince McMahon knows how to make money off a motherfucker like that. Mike Tyson was uh, just as important in turning around oh, that, that uh, the yeah. attitude era, ushering that in. Um, and who doesn't love hearing him go cold stone? <laughs> I love it. I love cold stone. Yeah. Let's go cold stone. Hilarious, right? And also another moment I really liked is at the Royal Rumble that year when he's in the box with Shane McMahon and Austin wins and Tyson's so excited he's punching the shit out of Shane yeah. McMahon. Shane looks terrified. Like it, he he was great in his role. Uh, I thought he was great, and when he turned heel with with DX, I thought the reveal of him. I remember my jaw dropping something uh, fierce when he when he laid that punch on on Michaels, because he because he, he landed that fucking punch. Oh he, he, oh yeah, he clobbered him with that. And, and Sean, you can see Sean like like watching it back. You can almost see Sean bracing for it because he knew it was coming. I also I the thing I like about that too was uh, Shawn Michaels' oh, yeah. entrance. I thought was really great. He got played out by the DX band. Um, it was the right time to pass the torch, and, and Michaels was the right guy to do it. Austin took the company to a whole different level. Uh, I again, I don't remember a lot about the actual match itself. I remember them fighting up and uh, Austin getting hit in the face with a symbol from the, mm-hmm. the drum kit. I remember that. Uh, but I don't remember a lot about the actual match itself. Again, one of those things you have to go back and watch. Um, I truly love it. Uh, it's uh, one of the first times I remember staying up late and staying uh, being at a buddy's house and watching watching WrestleMania live. It was uh, it was a, those were fun times for me. Oh, and oh, everyone sure. is an Austin fan at that time. I'm actually currently wearing a my original Very Austin nice. 316 T-shirt right now that Very I purchased nice. in 1997. I definitely would not fit in mine uh, anymore. I, for some reason, it was. Uh, I remember I got this at a house show at the Sky Dome in '97, uh, and I went to go buy the shirt, and they only had double XLs left, and I had to have this <laughs> shirt. I did not care. And yeah, little tiny grade seven Tyler. Probably wore his double XL. Maybe it's an XL. I think actually, I can't remember. But I well, probably, see, wore that probably feel like a dress, dress back then. I bet it feel. I bet it uh, fits nice around the little beer beer gut now. Use this. <laughs> hey, it's a ride, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I. Uh, okay. Well, uh, my my first shirt uh, that... that wasn't from Walmart because uh, if you remember the in ninety seven ninety eight they used to sell all those. Uh, very plain t-shirts with like pictures of Bret Hart or Sonny or uh, Shawn Michaels on them at Walmart or Zellers. Yeah. Uh, so I had a bunch of those. those. But my first real WWF authorized t-shirt was at the, uh, the house show I went to in 98 and it was the uh, Owen Hart. And then there was one shirt. And it is this, oh, uh, to this day, eh? it's the only shirt I still have. It's in rough fucking condition, but I still have it. I was, I was going to say, I actually just found all of my old wrestling t-shirts that I had from high school. 
my my favorite shirt that I had uh, was the very first ever Hardy Boys shirt that they put out. The team ex- the, yeah. the, it says Too Extreme on the front, and it has like the little um, logo thing they used to have on the arms. Uh, I was a massive uh, massive Hardy Boys mark growing up. I also found a beautiful Edge and Christian shirt, the red one oh, okay. with the silhouettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that one. I just found a bunch of them. I found the, the Triple H like mesh uh, yes. sleeveless like tank top. Like, I know exactly the, what, you know what I'm talking about. The famous one. I, I just found all of my old wrestling, uh, my wrestling t-shirts uh, cleaning out my mom's house a couple of weeks ago. All right. Ago. Well, I guess it's about that time to, uh, to set you up for, ne- for next time. Um, I've been, yeah, what do you got? I've been for... racking my brain this whole show. Uh, and I think um, this list... Uh, we talked about a guy a couple times that uh, I think has now inspired me. Next time, I want to hear from you the top seven greatest matches involving the Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah, I like it. That uh, you're going to provide me with a. Really I think this is going to be hard for you. Seven matches, That's the cream of the crop. Even hey, you're lucky. I, I, I didn't tell you to do seven greatest Macho Man promos. Oof, that would be a hard list. Oh God, I'd be, <laughs> that, that might have to be a two part. Well, so the top seven Macho Man matches. My goodness, you're gonna, you're going to make if, me uh, If we didn't week. talk about your favorite WrestleMania match uh, or WrestleMania main event, I should say, let us know. What's our Twitter at? Counted out seven on Twitter. I want to see it on Facebook as well. Uh, uh, counted out uh, with Mike and Tyler. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. We want to get the feedback going. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions yourself for any lists that you want to see us do, please Absolutely. share them. We'll give you shout outs. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe if we think that you're a respectable enough wrestling fan, we might even invite you on to give us a list. Um, from far away, we are social distancing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, which, before I let you go, did you happen to see the match that uh, GCW put on? Joey Janela versus the, the Joey Janela, uh, uh, fucking Lloyd there, uh, Jake Lloyd. I I watched about uh, two oh, minutes man. of it. Uh, well, I I, it the, 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 the shit like that makes I'm me so love. That's the reason I love GCW. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the match. It's the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Yep. Is this the one where the referee does all the work? Fucking love that I, stuff. I've seen clips of that as that's well. That's entertainment at its finest. Exactly. And that's what we need. All right. right now, well, you know? until next time, we have been counted out. <laughs> <laughs>